Hi, everyone. Welcome to Forgive and Forget's podcast. I'm Vic. The last podcast, I talked about two caregiving phrases, false memories and compassionate misinformation. The latter has a dark side, which is the topic for today. False memories is when our loved one is coming up with scenarios you know are untrue or wildly untrue. And compassionate misinformation is simply a dignified term for fibbing. Is it okay to fib in the arena of caring for someone with any form of dementia? Yes, absolutely it is. The purpose of misinforming our loved one is to calm them down, to comfort them. As you are aware, our loved one's perception declines with dementia and why it is so easy to take advantage of that. And that is what the dark side of fibbing is all about. Compassionate misinformation can either erode our moral compass or preserve it. There is a clear line between fibbing for our loved one's benefit and fibbing for our own benefit. Ever be looking at someone who is outright lying to us, or worse, they think they're actually getting away with it? How does that make us feel? Disrespected? What'll that do for your attitude towards them? Will they ever regain your trust? So, How would our loved one react if they were aware they were being handled? Same as us. Awful. The tricky part is dementia is fickle. The first five to seven-ish years, I couldn't be sure what mom remembered or what she couldn't remember. Today, yeah, we are long past her remembering anything at all. But prior to this... I couldn't be sure what she remembered or didn't remember, so I didn't risk fibbing. I'm supposed to protect her, not take advantage. There is a time in our loved one's decline where compassionate misinformation cannot be used. However, another form of compassionate misinformation is not telling them something at all, keeping information from them that we know would only upset them, like what happened in the last podcast. Perfect example. Please know I am not talking about the Forgive and Forget listeners. I know who we are. The dark side of fibbing needs to be put on the table. And today I'm giving you a personal example of this dark side. It's the best I can offer to illustrate the dark side because part of the story is taken from my personal journals. That being said, disclaimer here, There is colorful language and one sexual connotation that is not meant for the ears of the sensitive or young. Okay, let's get started. In October 2011, a family rift occurred. This rift divided the family. In fact, uh, they severed ties over it. In addition to this ridiculous rift, this family was not believing the severity of mom's declining memory uh, issues, among other things. This was the same year mom was diagnosed, actually, uh, with Alzheimer's. So guess I was accurate in my views. 
When mom received her diagnosis, she opted not to inform them. She said she was afraid they would, quote, swoop in and take over everything improperly and insensitively, that she would lose all control over her life, including everything tangible. Yeah. Wow. The following summer, in 2012, mom did tell that side of the family her diagnosis. Despite the rift and severed ties, the son did step up to the plate to talk out our differences, which I admired. However, I learned quickly that something bigger was going on here. For one, I was indicted for not informing them of mom's diagnosis. My response to that, and you may want to use this yourself, but my response was that his relationship and his family's relationship with mom lies with them, not me. It is their responsibility. I said it was mom's decision to not inform them of her diagnosis and to take it up with her. She'll answer your questions. But if you want a relationship with her, you make the effort. If you want information on her care, of course you can ask me. But I don't have the time, nor is it my place, to take the initiative to update you. As for this rift, I said, we clearly have a difference of opinion about it. So let's just agree to disagree and turn the effing page. Then he started asking if I had power of attorney. He asked about mom's competency, and I answered his questions honestly and directly, but I got to tell you, the hairs on the back of my head and forearms started to stand up and salute. Then he visited with mom, and I left them alone. It was later that I learned that mom was grilled just like I was, so she knew We both knew that his visit was about as transparent as a politician's promises, and I knew this was going to turn to shit, and it did. About a month later, they retained an attorney, demanding to see the will. The sad thing was, is all they had to do was ask. There was nothing secretive or unfair about it. What I was dreading most was having to inform mom what had happened. I could not keep this from her. Today, yes, I could keep this from her very easily, but not back then. And of course, this devastated mom. Sometimes she cried so hard she threw up. It took me a good couple weeks to calm her down. As you know, with dementia, the ability to discriminate The ability to perceive things accurately becomes very skewed. So her reaction to all of this was way off. So I felt so powerless not being able to make her feel better. There wasn't anything I could say or do. All I could do was be there to listen. I did ask them to please leave mom alone to recover from this, but they didn't. They knew they screwed up, and they were hell-bent on doing damage control. It got so bad that I had to threaten to slap a restraining order on all of them if they didn't give her a little time. Quick aside, if you have family members like this, communicate via email as much as possible because things in writing are better than hearsay. If you do talk to them on the phone, record it if you can, or take good notes and include the date and time of the call. 
One way to spot a bottom feeder is they don't educate themselves, even a little bit, with dementia. They never humble themselves and ask us questions to get an accurate reading of where our loved one is at with their disease. No, they barrel on through with assumption and wind up shooting themselves in the foot, which is what happened with these clowns. But ever run into these people as a caregiver, people who know nothing, choose to know nothing, but feel they have a right to speak up? Aren't they wonderful? Jump to a year later, during which time mom didn't hear a peep from them. Oh, wait, uh, she did receive a Christmas card and a Mother's Day card. They decided to visit, where at the end of this visit, mom did confront them. Why haven't you called? Why haven't you visited? Why don't we have a relationship? And this is where there is no turning back from the dark side of fibbing. They said, oh, but we do have a relationship. We do call. We do visit. You just don't remember because of your Alzheimer's. I know. This is a textbook example where fibbing is used to trick or manipulate someone with dementia. This fib was for their benefit, and it crushed mom because she knew better. Admittedly, she had her deficits, but not enough to not know exactly what they were doing. But mom kept her cool. She watched him drive out of the driveway. She walked into the kitchen. slammed the door, and said to her friend Marie, well, I feel like I just got a (laughs) blowjob. Marie doubled over laughing. So did mom. (laughs) I love mom. She has such a funny sense of humor sometimes. The next day, however, they were not laughing. I was called in the morning to come over where they told me everything that had happened. Mom was crying. Marie was upset. And I was disgusted. And to this day, we have never heard from them again. Clearly, mom was right about not informing this family of being diagnosed with Alzheimer's. (laughs) I think we would have wound up as one of those limited series on Netflix. (laughs) I cannot emphasize enough the importance integrity plays in compassionate misinformation. We use fibbing as a means to calm and comfort them. I fibbed by not telling mom this family had moved back to Reno back in in, um, 2014. I absolutely did not tell her. If they chose to visit, fine. But if I told mom and they still stayed away, That would hurt mom all over again. So there is such a thing as not saying something, not giving information that we know would hurt them. That too is the definition of compassionate misinformation. Mom and our loved ones are at a disadvantage because of an awful disease they cannot control. And predators prey on people like them. They're scammers, telemarketers. I had a gal in support groups say $35,000 was taken from her mom's account, and getting it back took about a year and a half. 
Her advice was to take on paying their bills and monitoring their accounts, one or the other or both. And if needed, simplify your loved one's access. One account, no credit cards, no second bank account, no savings. Now, you're going to have to get a power of attorney to do all this, but that is not a waste of time. You'll need it throughout your time caring for your loved one. Other predators are conservatorship and legal guardianship. I have really good articles in the Forgive and Forget website in the Things to Know section if you want to read up on this. I'm not saying all are bad, but I would do your homework. Usually, conservatorship and legal guardianship are put in place because the person with dementia has no family. But please consult an attorney to find out what your rights are, if any, if you have a legal guardian on board. But for now, my advice is to take over their finances, pay their bills, monitor their accounts, even if they still have access to their account, monitor it. So if something becomes a problem... We can step in and take care of it. So what does this have to do with the dark side of compassionate misinformation? Well, predators exemplify the dark side. That's all they do is fib and lie to trusting people like my mom or your uncle or grandfather. They guise their care by stating that what they are doing is, quote, for their best interest, when clearly they're stealing them blind. And this could mean family members, friends of your loved one, anyone, anyone who takes advantage by fibbing for their own benefit. You heard here how family fibbed, outright lied to mom for their own benefit to what? Stay in the will? (laughs) Anyway, we are here to provide a safe environment for them. That means their physical safety, their economic safety, and their emotional safety. We don't need perfection, only honesty. I hope this gives you a good idea of the dark side of fibbing and compassionate misinformation. Thank you for joining me today. Be patient with yourself, be safe out there, and I will walk with you again soon. Bye-bye.